Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Coco Caliente with me and my mom. Hello, everyone. My mom's name is Jenny, by the way. J-E-N-I. Some of you are saying, what's her name? So there we go. Jenny. Um, and we're excited to be back. Thanks so much for listening to our past couple episodes. We are, you know, trying to get the hang of this and we're having fun with it. And right now it is Friday night and we just had a fish dinner. So that's about what we're up to. Really good fish dinner, actually. Victor picked it up after he got off work and... Tonight I have the longest night ever, but... I have to get, be careful with the table, mom. When we hit, so now we're podcasting on a table. So now every time we touch, a t- touch it, you can, our microphone shake. Victor would always yell at me about that. So just don't be careful. So now just don't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just so that way they don't have to hear us like finicking around. But tonight I have to basically put my whole house together. So that way when... Um, a person comes tomorrow that helps me like film some content and take some photos for me. Everything's ready to go. So I think I have to have 16 outfits ready and then my whole house clean, which it's not even, we're not even moved in. So I'll that's going to be, I don't, I don't I'm think already, it's all going to get done. No, I'm already tired. So I think I might not take pictures of the house yet. Cause it's not even like close to ready and then push that for maybe a couple months, you know, that's probably what I'll do, but. But, oops, I did it. I did the table thing, see? Okay, so what do you got for us today, Mom? I don't know. What Should we start out with my funny Dave story? Sure. And this is, I didn't even tell Nicole this one yet because it just happened today. I have a, such a list, but this one just made me smile this morning, and I've been laughing about it all day, and I haven't told her anything about it yet. It happened recently? This morning. Oh. Okay. So, anyways, for Christmas, one of the things I got everybody was these bars of soap from a local lady who makes her own soaps, and they smell so good, and they're mm-hmm. so pretty. So, they're like the real soaps that mm-hmm. are, um, you know, I can't even remember which flavor we... I got Amish bread. Okay. Yeah. So, they're all like different things. So, I just... Mm-hmm. One's like a coffee. So, day, one of days was a coffee one because... I actually bought six, and then she gave me this other one free. She said, this one's made up. It was made different. She said, so I'm just going to throw it in there to see if you like it, you know, for a future order. 
Well, it was a lot more coarse than the rest of them. And so I was wrapping the rest and I didn't wrap that one. And Dave was sitting by me. This was a few weeks ago before Christmas. And I said for the stockings and he said, oh, it's, I said, smell this. And he says, oh, I'll take that in my shower like right away. So I was like, well, it's going to be a little rough because I can tell just because it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't the smooth like the rest of them. And anyways, he took it. Nothing was ever said about it again. I never asked him. Um, he showers in the bathroom that's in our bedroom, and I shower in the bathroom, the other bathroom in our house. So I never, nothing about it. This morning, I got in the shower to shower, and I'm looking all over for my bar of soap. Mm, like, and I just use Dove regular clean soap, and I can't find my soap anywhere. And I'm like, what did, what did I do with it, you know? And, I, and so I'm looking around, and I look, and I see that bar of soap <laughs> in, in the bathtub, so I'm just laughing because I just grabbed it then and then I showered with it. And then as soon as I did, I'm thinking in my head, oh my gosh, Dave doesn't like his bar of soap. So he came and traded me bars of soap in the bathtub. So then I was just used it and I could tell as soon as I used it and it felt good. Actually, I love it and I'm going to keep using it because it actually felt like a nice little like back. Probably like a, um, like, like a back Mike, scratch. What's it called? The sugar scrub though. Like a, what's it called? You, oh my gosh. Body I, I, scrubs. Yeah. Yeah. Body scrub. But actually it even felt better because it was on a bar because you moved oh, yeah. it then and it was like, kind of felt like it scratched your back a little bit. But I just started laughing because literally I order from Amazon on, um, subscriptions, we have probably 50 bars of soap at home, mm-hmm. all in a closet. And instead of going and getting a different bar of soap, <laughs> he, he traded me soap. So that <laughs> That's not even something I feel like that dad was, is capable of. What? Like, sneak, like sneakily trading soap and just not saying anything about it. He said he didn't know where the other soaps were, so he just traded me to see if I like it. But it was just funny because funny. I literally was like... I could not stop laughing about it all day. Like, so I called him up. I said, you don't like your bar of soap? He said, oh, did you like it? <laughs> and I said, actually, I did. Um, I said, I, I told started... you when you took that. But it was, it, it was just the funniest thing because I, it just it was very unexpected this morning. You know, it was yeah, just like... I haven't start, I haven't used my bar of soap yet, but I'm excited to. I like to use the whole And I actually soaps. ordered the Amish one, bread one for me, too. And mm-hmm. I have it on us just sitting on something in the bathroom because it smells so good and it makes my bathroom smell good. I don't even want to like use it yet, but I will because eventually the smell will. I love those homemade soaps. But they're just so cool looking. Yeah. And he was excited to use this. And like I said, I hadn't heard anything in the last few weeks, anything about it. He's been (laughs) using it, but he must have finally decided he had enough. So let's just trade soaps and not get one out of the cat out of the cupboard. It was just kind of funny. That is, I have sweet potatoes all over my shirt right now. I'm trying to, I'm doing where I can tell Arrow wants to eat. So he is going to be six months super, super soon. And I wasn't sure if I was trying to like kind of hold off giving him food because it's, I don't know, it's like a big step and you're in, you kind of like want to mentally prepare for it. But one day I just felt really guilty. I was sitting at the table I was like shoving my face full of food at my mom's house because I was starving and he was just sitting in his high chair because we'll sit him in there and kind of practice like him sitting up and it's also a safe place for him to play with toys and be at our level. So then he's kind of just staring at me looking really like kind of sad and I felt really guilty that I kept eating. And he kept going, mm. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, is he trying to say mama or is he just saying like, mm, like he's like hungry? 
So then I, I was just like, me and my mom looked at each other and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not prepared for this, but I think we need to feed him. And I'm all about doing like, is it called like the baby lead feeding? Is that what it's called? That's what or, I think it's called. Yeah. And I follow some Instagram pages on it and basically what it is is you give them like whole pieces of food. You start with, I think, like an avocado. Oh my gosh, the dogs are scratching on the door. Paris and Beyonce, you guys. Mom, can you open that door? Sorry. This episode is brought to you by Hello Me. Hormonal birth control depletes key nutrients in your body, including B vitamins, magnesium, zinc, vitamin C, probiotics, and many others. It can also disrupt your gut health. So Top of Tonic is formulated specifically for anyone using birth control or experiencing PMS. It's just one small pill a day. It gets up your energy, your mood, your skin, and metabolism back to where they should be. So deficiencies in vitamins and minerals stripped away by birth control leads to common side effects like mood swings, fatigue, bloating, acne, sluggish metabolism, and decreased immunity. So if you're ready to get back to living life on top, right now our podcast listeners will receive 25% off Top Up Tonic when you go to hello.me slash coco and use promo code COCO. That's H-E-L-L-O dot M-E slash C-O-C-O. Use promo code COCO today. Redefine what it means to be hormonal. Um, and what what was I saying? Goodness. Okay, so yeah, you give them like a chunk of food. So it'd be like a... Let them, are they not there anymore? Um, you give them like a slice of avocado, for example, and then they learn to like put it up to their mouth and they learn, this helps them with the chewing mechanism because it like stimulates the brain in a certain way. And that's like what we're supposed to be doing. And when you're feeding baby food, apparently you skip their gag or possibly can skip their gag reflex, which can cause choking. So that's why people are starting to lean towards this new way of feeding And the fact that I have, like, a choice is already stressful enough, and I want to do, obviously, what's best for Arrow. I get terrified thinking about giving him, like, a giant chunk of avocado, but apparently it's safer. Um, And anyway, so in that moment, I decided with what I had on hand, the only thing I could really do was... And I'm kind of scared to give him avocado first, so I did sweet potato, because avocado is kind of part of the banana family, and... My mom has, like, this fake allergy to bananas in, my whole into- entire life. Intoler- a latex <laughs> intolerant al- al- Yeah, so, and latex is connected to bananas, which is connected to avocados. So I'm just, like, I'm not dealing with any of that today. Um, and my mom would, like, she doesn't eat avocado to this day either, and we were at her house. So I did sweet potatoes, and you just, like, steam a sweet potato for 10 minutes. It gets soft. You're going to blend it, and then I added some breast milk. And anyway, so then we put it on his tray to kind of see what he does. I mean, I have no idea. And I felt like, okay, this isn't baby lead feeding, but it's also not, I'm not spoon feeding him. I'm not like forcing it into his mouth. Not that you force it. My terminology, I have to be, I like to be very careful with my terminology. I don't want to offend anyone, but spoon feeding them, like I'm, I'm just letting him touch it. And he's kind of, I have a four minute video and it's so adorable. I do want to make it into like a reel or something for you to see, but he kind of just playing with it, really excited about the texture. And then eventually I'd say after like a minute, he takes his hand up to his mouth, which he's always chewing on his hands because he's teething. And he, he liked it, and he kept going back and forth, back and forth, made a huge mess, super smiley. Um, and I felt like, okay, this is the best of both worlds for me as a new mom because I 
I'm not giving him a big chunk of food where I'm stressed, but I'm also letting him do it and him control it. And that's kind of where we're at with that. We haven't, I just did it right now a little bit while we were eating fish. He was kind of making the mmm and like smacking his lip noise. So we gave, I gave him a little more sweet potato, but I mean... I got to figure out which way I'm going at this point. Yeah, and like I don't know if it was a choice back then, but I don't ever I've never heard of it before. So it was basically you fed your baby cereal even a little bit in the bottle to thicken the milk when they started getting hungry and then cereal we fed him with a spoon and then baby jar food and mm-hmm. it was, you know, step 1, step 2, like I don't know. I did not know anything different and I mean so I fed my kids that way so this is all new to me too when she's asking me questions about which one's better. I don't know because I have never, you know, dealt with it. Yeah, it's hard to decide. It's way. hard to decide too because I mean honestly I turned out pretty okay with as far as I mean I guess I did have a choking episode when I was little and Jesse had a choking episode when I when he was little. I had to get the Heimlich really bad. I had a starburst stuck in my throat. I don't know how old I was, but she, I remember. She was jumping. She put a starburst in her couch. mouth and jumped up and down on the couch. Okay, so that was probably asking for it, right? And then Jesse choked on a hot dog at a roller rink once. Pretty bad. He took a big bite, yeah. Big bite. So I don't know if there's any correlation to that at all when you're older. I really haven't studied that Uh but I just know that I want Arrow to obviously not choke and like his vegetables. So I don't know what direction exactly that is going to take me. But I was even a little ap- apprehensive. Is that the word? Apprehensive? To share the photo of him like playing in the food and putting it in his mouth and everything. Because I was like, oh no, are people going to say... Like, you should be doing this, and you need to, like, have the food be bigger than his finger and boil it so he can chew on it. And, you know, it's just scary. I feel I I would never shame a mom on the route that they're taking with their child because if any – I love advice, but um, there's difference between advice and then shaming as well. But I did not get any bad things. I, it was amazing. I was shocked. But – um, I still have the direction to go. I'm not sure. I, I'm I'm thinking I'm going to lead towards the baby led feeding for sure. I just my stomach hurts even like thinking about giving him a chunk, big chunk of food because we're raising a spoon to our own mouth and he has his mouth like open, saying mm, like he wants you to put beer that spoon right towards he his does. mouth and like he's got his little hands clenching, going back and forth. Like mm, I think like he'd be the easiest baby it. to spoon feed. That's the thing, as I think he would. So I'm like, should I just... And one of my friends does the spoon feeding and it works great for her. So, I mean, it can work great either way. I just, I I don't know, maybe I won't do the baby-led feeding yet. We'll see. I guess you can follow the journey. And so for right now, we're just going to do some sweet potatoes. He, until he's and we six, found a couple books to, that we're yeah. going to order to read up on. Because mm-hmm. most of our readings just been like online, like, because we didn't even know if LED stood for something, like nothing it was just i think the first i heard of it is my nicole's first cousin yeah i think that's the first i heard of it and her little girl's about one and a half now and she told me about it and i said really <laughs> so you know i had had grandchildren and i'm like they they just pick that up and eat that i was just like terrified me i'm like how do they do that so 
And then she's like, no, it actually like prevents choking. I'm like, that's so interesting. It, it's all so interesting. There's so many things to learn and everything works, whatever works for you. Um, but I am interested to learn what it's exciting moving on to the stage of eating with arrow. It's very different and he's growing up quick. This episode is brought to you by Stance. So founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel with a sharp focus on comfort and quality and creativity. Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of the pop culture's hottest collaborations for the ultimate in style and self-expression because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. I got the coolest stance socks. They are so comfortable. They're super vibrant. Um, definitely my style. I got Victor's family some stance socks and they have cool like collaborations. So if you're into like the office, Harry Potter, Disney, Marvel, um, NBA, Pixar, Star Wars, tons of different collabs that they do. So you can always check out if you're looking for something special for someone can definitely be, um, they have whatever you need to fit like that specification. So Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in. Those who feel good, do good. So go see for yourself. You can register for an account at stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase. Use promo code COCO, C-O-C-O, at checkout to apply. Enjoy the color and comfort of a less ordinary life with Stance. He did have a play date this morning with one of my friends. It was really cute. She's about 10 days only older than him. She's got a quite a few pounds, I'd say. Oh, I mean, two, maybe two and a half and a baby. That's quite a bit. I I think that maybe only one and a half, I guess. I'm not sure. But when I hold her, she feels like a lot more solid and she's also a breastfed baby. Um, they're, their behaviors are super similar. They're both, she's a mama's girl. He's a mama's boy. And they're very attached to their moms, which is super cute, but she's definitely ahead of him in the rolling aspect. It looks like she's going to be crawling soon. Um, but she does have a sister. How old is her sister? Two, two and a half, two, two, right. two and a half ish, maybe almost three. Um, and so I think having a older sibling, she's constantly, it was really cute. She was like playing with her and playing with arrow, but that stimulates, like, I feel like the baby wants to do what she's doing. So wants to move around more, wants to, um, see, yeah, see everything she has. Mm -hmm. She's like rolls till she gets to what she wants and picks it up. So it was different, but her and Arrow really liked each other. It was really, (laughs) my mom's like, what's the word? I think they like, I was like imprinted. He's like, she's like, yeah, I feel like they like imprinted on each other. (laughs) Well, they were just staring at each other's (laughs) eyes and Arrow gave her this smile that I never even seen before. But then the, the weirdest thing was like, if she puckered her lip, like, and got sad, even before she like made the sound, he could just tell, and then he would just start wailing, wailing, crying, and he doesn't even do that. So I was like, he only does that if he like were to scratch himself, and then it would leave like a little blood mark. Like when he's that's like the most hurt I feel like he's ever been. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, I have this sensitive little ball of like goodness. Just if he hears me cry, he cries, which I shared on my story the other day. But I never, he wasn't around another baby that was crying. She cried three or four times and he cried every single time. Yeah. And like louder than her. And two of the times like that she didn't even cry. She more like, like whimpered and puckered her lip because she was going to cry. But then then he he cried really loud, which made her like open her eyes and look at him and kind of stop crying. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh, he's too, he's going to be too sensitive for this world. And it's just, 
I don't know. Hopefully that's not it. It was just it was good. just how sweet they were. The just looking at each other he and smiling. When, but that was mm-hmm. his first. That was like his first like real. Yeah, play date with somebody like his, his age. Yes, yeah, his age. Where they both like can acknowledge each other. They definitely knew each other was in the room. Um, they they would both arms. grab at the same toy. Yeah, they knew like. Well, and when they first walked in. Um, he just stared her down. Like, it was really, really cute. My mom wasn't here yet, but he, I was like, man, you really like her, huh? And I thought that was really cool. And then it just kept getting, like, more and more. But I, we're going to try to do it once a month. It's nice to have, Arrow doesn't go to daycare, neither do they. And so they need some social interaction. Um, and it also makes me feel good as a parent because... They're not around a bunch of kids, which, knock on wood, like that kind of helps with getting sick and stuff like that. So I'm just a little bit scared ever since Arrow got sick to go through that again. And I know it'll, I mean, kids get sick, I get that. But if I can avoid it, I'm going to avoid it, especially when I feel like he's not at 100%, um, but he's getting there. I think this is the closest that he's ever been back to fully himself. Yeah. His skin is looking a lot, lot better. We did switch detergents, so I just learned that Dreft is not really that good for your baby. So, I mean, I don't know all of the statistics and whatever, science behind it, but I th- I personally put in way too much detergent to water I fill it to the max line every single time because I, in my mind, more soap means, oh, it's going to get cleaner. Well, when Arrow was having these skin rashes and stuff ever since his four-month vaccines, I was like, it's like eczema or whatever. And I never know if it's eczema or eczema. And everyone's like, you're a nurse. It's like, yeah, I freaking read it in a textbook and I can't pronounce well. And no one ever says the word to me, so I don't know. But, okay, so I feel like it was kind of some form of that. But then it would get worse and get better. And then my mom was like, you know what? Maybe. What if it's detergent? And I kept washing. Me and my mom would wash everything, like, every day because we thought, well, nothing's dirty. Like, at least nothing's dirty. We know that it's not being – he's not putting dirty stuff in his mouth. Like, we wash his toys, and then it de- Yeah, and, like, the puppies, like, if I even seen him walk on the mats he's on, I said, okay, mm-hmm. let's throw them, because Nicole's washer is always running here, so we just, yeah. I think we're over-cleaning yeah. everything, I feel, like, with lots over-drafting, of soap. over so then we switch to, what is it? Tide-free. Tide-gentle and free, and it's been getting better, and now I learned today that, well... My friend said that she only uses a little bit of detergent, she told my mom. For the babies, yeah. And now then Victor told me his uncle, who's a plumber in Puerto Rico, said that people's plumbing goes bad a lot faster if they use more detergent and you really don't need a lot. It's so concentrated. So now I'm going to go from filling it to the max line to like bare minimum. That's all it takes is like a little education. So well, I walked in the other day. I was like, I didn't even see it. She threw a rug in the washer. I was looking for something and I yeah. always forget which, cause she has a new washer and dryer here. I'm not used to everything yet. And I forget which one, the washer and dryer looks so much alike. I forget which one's on the right mm-hmm. side. So I just went to go grab, um, Something that I thought was in the dryer, and I opened the washer and said, and I came out and I asked her, I'm like, you you don't have nothing in the washer, just a bunch of soap. She goes, no, that's the rug. It's I said it's all white in there, and she said that's the rug. It's a white rug. I said, no, go look. And it's like the rug was there, but you couldn't see it. The bubble. This was done washing, and the bubbles yeah. were all the way up 
I six feel like, inches above the rug. That's horrible. I feel everything. To, I just thought like you feel it to the max. I don't know why I think that, but detergent's expensive too. So this will help save me some money. Cause and I was you're plumbing eventually. Yeah. Too. Now I'm like, Oh my God, plumbing. Okay. I'm going to do barely anything, but I do think the draft scent was quite strong for him, but I loved how it smelled. I was even washing my clothes in draft because I was like, is it my detergent that's causing this? And then it was like the poor baby was just covered in draft. And yeah, that's a little bit of a rant I went on. But that's some good stuff to share in case yeah. that helps any other moms out there. Yeah, and, and something we were going to touch or talk about last week, and we never did because we ran out of time, was we're t- I've seen a lot of things in the past month and it was because it was Thanksgiving and it was Christmas about like family traditions and about how a lot of people were talking about that they lost their somebody in their family. Wait, we the, did talk about that last episode. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. We talked about it for sure. We did? Yes. I okay. saw it written on your paper and I'm like, we I, we already talked about that last week. I we wrote, did. I wrote it, but I didn't talk about yes, it. Yes, we did. Because we said, we told them, like, well, how do you, how do you, like, I think we talked about no, it. No, me and you talked about it. Oh, just me and you talked about it. Are you sure we didn't yes. talk about it on the episode? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about it okay. again. If, not. <laughs> I, I, if we're going to talk about it again and, and I'm wrong and we talked about this last week, then maybe we then, then I might have... um dementia something yeah i can't remember or else we me and her are together so much and we talk about things that that's what i have to ask i know write down what we talk about mom because we you and i will have like we (laughs) now you got me now she's got me a little bit nervous but i guess we might have different thoughts about it today then so we'll talk about it okay so yeah um anyways i was talking about how on my facebook and like different things that i saw so many stories from people that i know who said Holidays aren't the same anymore because, like, their grandparent died or their wherever they go, and 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 it also is because of like the COVID and not being able to get together and the family traditions and like how things are changed. They don't have the big family dinners; it's just just their immediate family and stuff. And I was looking at it and I was sad because I was thinking about like when we were younger. Oh my gosh, that was the only time we saw our cousins was the holidays. Mm-hmm. And, loved it like this is even before you know this is me when I was a mm-hmm. kid and every time we were at like say Christmas one of us went home with another family member everybody and back then you didn't drive and see everybody every day so we'd get to stay three days you know mm-hmm. whosoever house you went to whichever house we would all trade so somebody had a different kid at all the four sisters of my mom all my mom has three sisters and we'd all go home to a different house and stay for like three days and it was just kind of nice and that was like you really looked forward to that kind of stuff and yeah. Things have changed so much now that we just, like Dave's mom has, um, they have 14 kids. My husband um, oh, had yeah. 14 Dave, kids. 15. We didn't talk about that, right? And, no, no, I was saying like. And she had, we. I've been married to Dave for 32 years, but we've been together like a couple years longer than that. And up until three years ago, she had a Sunday dinner every single mm-hmm. Sunday since I've married, since I've been in the last 35 four years or 30 years before that she whoever comes comes she always has enough food everybody's welcome all the brothers and sisters and whoever they're they're dating and their kids or their friends like she adopted some kids i swear that are the same age as her Mm -hmm. that call her ma and they're 60 or 70 years old that somehow have come over through the years and she has a tiny kitchen they have Mm -hmm. had 14 kids they only have one bathroom like it's they live in a farmhouse 
And um, oh, it's not a tiny kitchen. I mean, it's a big table in the kitchen, but it's small. I mean, for that many people, but everybody just comes and eats and shifts. And what's weird is like, and it doesn't feel small. Like everyone just makes it work. Yeah, you know, like it's it's. I don't because the table what fits like eight people. It's right? crazy that that's where you know Dad grew up. Like she's still same house, same everything, and it's just. Some people would take their plates into the living room and say, yeah. "Everybody just knew like." Like there's like there's certain brothers that eat first right away. We kind of always ate towards the end. We didn't go right at the beginning. And we I didn't feel like go- we kind of we kind of went with not a huge appetite because there's so many people. Yeah, and and sometimes we would do something else on a Sunday, but and then we would go there. But I think I always looked forward to it. Still, she always had carrots and ranch dip, which I love. Like carrots, certain- cucumber- yeah, she had her cheese trays yeah. there and her vegetables trays and desserts and like her desserts are like maybe. She made like four different kinds of things during the day. So there, during the week, so there might be five things left, five cookies of this and five. So it's variety. She had like so much variety. variety. Always like mashed potatoes, always ham, always vegetables, Turkey always or corn. Like all, she had a lot of things. Salad. Yeah, it was something to always look. And then there was this. There's this little tiny chair compared to all the like other it chairs. It's small to where. I I mean the youngest whoever's there you're, they're like you have to sit there and I remember Dad said growing up that one of his his brother Richard I think always had to sit there because he was the skinniest but then they just kept it the chair is still there and when I was little I was like I want to sit in the special chair like and now you'll see like the younger cousins I mean I don't know how many cousins there are but there's a ton and I'm the sec third oldest cousin on that side. Yep. And uh, fourth, Amanda. Oh, fourth. No, who's older, Amanda? Yeah, you're the fourth. Okay, fourth. And uh, but there's a, I don't know what twenty some at least. Would you say there's got to be more than that? Thirty right? some? I, don't, I know. don't know. But now there's some that are super tiny that are maybe one years old, two years old, three. I don't know how. And and they they sit there, so it's just. But now she finally get, stopped. I think the youngest is five now. Isn't Allie the youngest? Is there anybody younger? But we have great grandkids now, so we do have a one and a half year old. But she's like yeah. a. Great grandkid. But yeah, but she quit those, but she was always prepared, always ready, always standing. She never sat down and eat. She was the last one to eat. I don't think I've ever seen her sit down and eat well, I on would, Sunday dinners. She did because I always waited till the end to eat with her. I would help her pick things up. We didn't go as often. There's some that go, he's got a, four brothers, I think, that have never, that aren't married. So they, of course, would be there every week where we had family stuff to do. And Dave worked a lot of Sundays. And so we did, we probably went. Once every, what, two months, I'd say? Mm-hmm. I'd say we only went like every, once every two months, but you were welcome to go every single... Sunday. Yeah, it was just, it was always there. It was always an option. And like, and right before, right around COVID time, she stopped. And so... Which was very smart of her. And I think it was, it's a lot of work too, if you think about feeding all those people. And then also you're worried about getting sick or and stuff. And I think she still, she definitely still cooks for people if they want there's a couple of the brothers that yeah but she doesn't not a lot when i go over there it's not like as much as you know we'll stop over that's gotta be a crazy grocery change for her you know what i mean i don't even know if i think most of the time somebody just picks up her stuff now too she doesn't um my father-in-law has been like like sicker so you know um you know, just, just kind of in and well, out. Well, a bad like, knee, so he doesn't walk, you know, go move as much and stuff. So they stay home a lot more, you know. Yeah. Now. She doesn't go. She goes to church, and I think that maybe this girl, she store once a week into church. I'd say that's about. Mm-hmm. But she still goes over to the, her, well, I guess she goes over to some of the sons and helps them do some work and stuff still. So she does get out and 
she, she gets, does a lot of she work gets for around them. really good yeah, yeah she's always she's she's crazy i'll go over there and i'll i say i know where my husband gets his um work ethic oh my goodness i go over there and she's in the back of the like say it snowed she's jumped up in the back of a truck that's just sitting in her yard shoveling the snow out of the back of the bed <laughs> of the truck i'm like how in the heck did she get up there? Yeah. Like, she's just, she's just, like... A workaholic. And she has, like, a ton of cats. She's always out there with... Yeah, she's just... She lives on... Yeah, they live on a farm, so she has lots of farm... Barn cats that she takes care of. And so, when you were younger, you were saying that that's kind of how it was for you. Oh, let me grab them real quick. Hold on. Just talk, fill the gap. But yeah, so anyways, when we're talking about these traditions and stuff, last Sunday I call or I called the kids and I said, "Do you guys want to come over for dinner? Because I got this new thing for Christmas that I wanted to try out. Which it look it's like a wok, a big wok, but it plugs in. And I don't know, I call it a hot pot. But you like um, put it at the table. You can actually put it at the table and plug in, and already have the broth and the meat and stuff. And then I had all the vegetables set out. And each person can just throw whatever they want in and then pull it out. And you guys really enjoyed that, oh, didn't you? Oh, they loved it. And my, so I had Jesse really it thought it was... It was actually really healthy, too. And Victor filled up, too. Yeah. Like, which is surprising. <laughs> yeah, because he had steak and his. We had yeah. steak, rice, like these... Um, Green beans. These... What, what, All those what, noodles are so what good. What kind of noodles were those? I don't know. Like, I can't say the word. Uh, I don't know what it even starts with. Just a type of noodle that you put in for, I don't know, like Asian cuisine, I would assume. Yeah, but they had a certain kind of thing. And but and then, like, I had all the vegetables and, like, um, yeah, so you could put the thing in. But the funniest thing is my son ate, like, two big plates at least. Mm-hmm. Then next thing I know, I have this cubby hole in the corner, and he's goes and he's got the chips out. And I said, what are you doing? He goes, that was just too healthy. I got to put something. <laughs> I got to put something else in my mouth that wasn't, that isn't um, that is healthy. And it he, was really good. And I'm, so did you say you're going to start doing Sunday So dinner? yeah. So was it you or Jesse? Some, one of them said, you got to start doing this every weekend. I said, okay, so what do you, next weekend? And then Jesse already told me what he wants made. He wants shrimp fettuccine alfredo right <laughs> yeah. and stuffed pasta shells and homemade bread and and he called to check on like a day ago well they talk every single day but you're still having that sunday dinner well i mentioned i'm gonna come over and visit you this weekend he says <laughs> well you're still having us over for dinner right i said yeah i'm having you over for dinner but i'll still stop by sometime but he's just well, now that jesse, so now i'm gonna start my own tradition now that jesse moved out um, I think that he, okay, when you move out of your mom's house, her cooking, be, my mom's cooking was always really good, but now it's like, oh my gosh, so good. And me and Jesse just, when we show up at my mom's, we just literally act like we're like five years old. We literally can't do anything. Like, mom, what are you going to make us to eat? It's horrible. But he's and, like, and if I don't have anything <laughs> cooked, like they're, they're, they, they act so sad. And so my hut, Dave's always so funny. He's like, I think Jesse's going to be around today. Make make some different things and put them in the fridge. And, you know, he knows Nicole's around every day. So, we, you know, but most of the time we have a lot of stuff. But he, Dave is just worried about make some desserts, do this, do this. Put, you know, he, the kids are used to just coming and grabbing and taking home. And well, Jesse think, always goes mm-hmm. home with stuff, doesn't he? He does. And I, I'll make sure because he, when Ashley's at, Ashley's at school, so he's, basically by himself all week he works 12 hours at least sometimes some days and long long days 
and he needs to eat. Otherwise, I feel like he just eats at gas stations, whatever is fast, and that's super unhealthy for him. Well, I know she said she's been making him some stuff oh, and good. putting it in the freezer and stuff, yeah. Well, that, well then he just got to get it out. And he does, when he calls you, I'm surprised. He's like, I'm making spaghetti. He like, I, must like spaghetti. So he mentioned <laughs> either he doesn't make it every day or he makes it, at, or he talks about making it because every day, what you're going to have, and it seems like it's always spaghetti. I give him a lot of credit for even thinking about cooking for one, though. Cooking for two is hard. Like, me and Victor will eat, we'll make spaghetti, and I'll eat spaghetti for four days. And I'm like, I'm so sick of spaghetti. And I made a big pan of lasagna, and I think it made it from my house to your house. And I was like, Jesse, I'm about to ship you home some lasagna. Victor's like, yeah, we cooked it like four days ago. I'm like, it's still fine, but like, how can I eat lasagna for like three or four and days? I, when she sent it home, I ate it for two days. <laughs> so, so, But at, when growing up, me and my mom and my dad and my brother, for four people... We wouldn't have, we would, you would make a pound of something, yeah, a pound of meat. we never had any leftovers. Yeah. And noodles, and we didn't have leftovers. No, we did not. Now, now we have left, well, now. Then now I we see, double everything, Well, I yeah, like. so then I, I always double it on purpose because I know you guys always want it. Nicole always is thinking about, I know that's why Arrow says, mmm, all the time, because when Nicole's <laughs> eating, she probably doesn't know, but she says, mmm, all the time. Do I? Like, do, yes. do I? You said that, but I don't think I really do. You do. You're just like, mmm, this is so good. Mmm. <laughs> Like, she's just like like that, and she's moaning, and he oh loves her and God. watches her. So that's where he's that's where he gets it from. He's got a big smile on his face every time there's food around, and he's like, He mm. does, and he watches me with his eyes, and like, oh, God, I can't create this little food monster. Yeah, he's... I'm going to call me out next time I go, mmm, because I want to... Yeah, you're always I like, just, mm, this is so good. Like, I'm like, well, at least I know they like my cooking, because it's always like, yeah, mmm. But what were you going to say earlier? You said... Oh, when I was little, too, I think that going to... Going to my grandma's house, um, your mom's for Christmas, I loved seeing, like, we were really close with the cousins, uh, Josh was my age, and, like, I loved seeing him and, like, playing, and then my aunts I was really close with, and I still am really close to Tiffany, but I loved that family thing, and Amanda and Ashley, like, I don't know, that was something I always looked forward to, too, but then it got to where I think I got older, and I swear, like, just as you get older, it just becomes a little bit of magic is lost. I think I don't know. You're just then you got a phone. You got more responsibilities. But I, I mean, I, I think, think more. It's more like the world has changed. I don't. You know, I think that's what made. Yeah, it seems like everybody's more. These phones make everybody way more busy. And I don't know if it's not necessarily a good busy. A good busy. It's just makes yeah. them because I don't know where the weeks. I, the weeks are flying by still now. I mean, they flew back. I made time for everything back then, but I can't imagine sitting at, like, you and Jesse played every sport, and I sat at games four to five days a week, and I could oh not God. even imagine making the time and you know to do that now. That's you know? that's the the best thing about Big Brother was you could not have your damn phone. You had human connection 24-7. That's the only way that you could... You had to have... You had to talk about everything. You had to make friends you had to i don't know it was just that was an awesome that's, aspect that's why the relationships like are, are like, real yeah because they're they, so they you know you're really building on them and that's why a lot you get your feelings hurt a lot more too because because totally. you're like you know you're emotionally attached you wake to those up people every single day and you see that person for 90 some days every day you do not have your family they become your family and um and i think that that's just a really 
you do not you, it's a cool aspect to that game that you don't really get otherwise in survivor yes you do but that's only 30 some days right big brother's 90 some days with just those people that are strangers at one point to you and um the amazing race is different because you get to interact you interact with your cameramen producers you interact with strangers on the street that you're acting for help and then you have your partner which most of the time you know really really well um but the big brother game is just when you had me thinking about that like you don't feel what it's you never no one's gonna go purposefully take away their phone for 30 days I couldn't because I'd be afraid of a family emergency. But in that bubble, you have, like, the best producers taking care of you. You have a medic on site, so it makes your anxiety go away. Like, if something were to happen to me, like, I'm literally in a better place now than at home as far as getting medical help. And then um, no news is good news. So it's kind of like you get this, you get to go to this, like, camp where you get a break from life. And then you kind of just get, like, thrown back out. But it's, like, really freaking nice. But I, if I could get rid of my phone for 30 days and lock my family in a house, I would. I think that'd be awesome. I think it'd be I know, so and, much fun. And we're talking about vac- <laughs> when we go on vacation stuff. Like, I have, like, I, I have this, like, wreck area. It's a shed. And it's all, everything in it, we hardly ever, like, entertain anymore. Mm-hmm. So everything's, like, new and nice up there. I would love to just lock my whole family in there for yeah. a weekend. You know yeah. what I mean? And just, like okay, a, we, we this is do our that. vacation. Like a retreat. Nope, the boys couldn't do it. It's only know, me and you that so can do it. Frustrating. And that's like how I find comfort. Comfort is to me spending the night at my grandma's house with my whole entire family the night before the Christmas dinner and just like cuddling on the couch, watching movies, playing games, over like eating till you're like really full. Like that's that's like my like comfort that I really like and I feel safe and warm but um it's really hard to get that feeling back again because and now especially caring being a mom and caring for another human being as much as I do I don't think I will you just never feel at ease I could never go on a show now ever and like as of right now no because I can't I get anxiety I oh I went and got my hair done that's another story. Can I talk about that mm-hmm. quick? Yeah. So I went and got my hair done. It's been, I think, nine months, eight, nine months since I've got it cut. And then I turned into a brunette after having arrow. I'm not really quite sure what happened. But my hair was getting dark. And so I usually go to Nashville because I love my hairstylist in Nashville. But I was like, this is not feasible. I have a child. I'm not going to travel to Nashville and take him and put him in all this danger so I can selfishly get my hair done by my stylist that I love. So I'm going to go local. And there's a really great girl local. My mom goes to and I had gone to before. Um, I had gone to Nashville. So luckily I got back in her books. And so she did my hair. But I had so much hair that she literally foiled it for two hours. <laughs> it was going on four hours, the appointment. And Arrow doesn't take a bottle. Or, and I say this every time. But we tried Sippy Cup. And he kind of took it once, I think, for, like, I got excited. But he wasn't taking it for mom that day. She's kind of messaging me, like, he's hungry. And he's not even eating, like, sweet potatoes or nothing. And, you know, she doesn't want to, like, spoon feed him. And I'm, I'm, like, having this anxiety. I'm like, oh, my God, like, I got to get out of here. He was good for the first three yeah, hours. Which is good. It was, like, in, like, playing or whatever. But when he got tired, it was, like, And I was, oh, like, I was like, oh, shoot. I, I really wanted her to – she's a really good, like, hairstylist, too, where she can braid really cool and do really good beach waves. 
I was like, I got to go. Like, I'm sorry. And then so I left. But my point is, is that was the longest I've been away from him as far as like that type of thing. Normally I'm gone like an hour and a half and um, two or two hours. But I get anxiety even if I go to like me and Victor went out to breakfast one time. I got like separation anxiety. And so I'm like, crap, like this is not, this is not healthy for either one of us, but we are, so I went and saw my, this is going down another train of thought, but this is good. We went and saw my chiropractor who is so amazing. If you're in the area, um, Dr. Michaela is the best of the best, but, but I also don't want her to get too busy where she can't like see me for <laughs> when I need her, but, um, she's so amazing, but she's like said, she kind of made a, like a point of Maybe because I do get some anxiety and stuff and like maybe you need to see the sun and I think it would be good for Arrow as well like with his skin because maybe like this his skin is like it can't really heal very good because I feel like it keeps crusting over and then happening again and she kind of said the sun might be kind of good for him. And maybe some salt water. Salt water. And I was like that's what I needed because I just needed a little push. I was like all right we're going to Florida. So... Anyways, we are we are going to try to book a trip to Florida, hopefully sometime soon, um, because, I don't know, because we really need it. We do go in March, but I really don't want to have to wait that long. But I love, like, when someone basically says, all right, go get some sun. And it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll try. I just wish you could snap your fingers and be there, and it wasn't, like... It's just all the prep, but it'll. But it's always worth it when you can get a few days of downtime. And- or we, I wish we lived at like driving distance to somewhere warm, because I was supposed to be going to a comedy concert in Indiana, which would have been super nice to get a break. And my mom and dad were going to drive down with us, and my friend Megan lives there. And I was like, this is going to be so fun. This is the best Christmas present ever. And then Victor had to work. He has to work now, I guess, and so. I'm like really sad. But Did you guys sell them tickets or get rid of them? Or? No, I guess we, I don't think he tried to sell them or anything. But if it didn't happen yet, you should. We could, or we could just give them to someone yeah, so they like could say, use them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, do it on if your anyone's, Instagram. Oh, okay. Well, if anyone, yeah, yet. if anyone's listening and wants to go to Becky Robinson's um, Indiana show tour, it's in Indian, Indiana, Indianapolis. And when is it? It's the twentieth. What's the date right now? It is the 14th. So it's on the 20th. And if you want to go, DM the podcast page. Me and Vic have two tickets. She's really funny. If she's your style, check her out on Instagram. Uh, she has different, like, personas. And she's she plays, like, the entitled housewife, which is hilarious. Anyways, I love, I love her um, humor. I just go to her page and just, like, laugh it up all the time so if you're interested we got two tickets and we're not we didn't plan on selling them anyway so i'll give them to you whoever messages first and is in the area is there anything else today well, Mom? I did, there's one thing i didn't forget to i touched up on when we we're talking about the tradition thing mm-hmm. and what i was going to say with families getting smaller and people having less children now and i think that's what makes family gatherings a lot smaller you're you're having your traditions and your holidays doesn't have to just be your blood family. You can like have your mm-hmm. next door neighbor's friends and have a tradition with them or a group of friends and do that. And it's just the same thing every year. You know, there's no, there's, you can always well, we find people to make your circle. Yeah. Jacqueline and Mike. So our good friend, um, Mike has his birthday 
on Christmas. And so it's really hard to have your birthday on Christmas. You don't really get like that, like I feel like attention that you want. So for the last, like accidentally, I swear, for the last three or four years, we've hung out with them the day before. So that's kind of like a tradition, I feel. It is. And, and, we, and we can't really do a, our like present stuff Christmas Eve. Jessie and Ashley have her family stuff that day because that's how it's always been for her. So they do come stay the night with us, but they don't get here till eight or nine o'clock. So we don't mm-hmm. plan anything spectacular without him so yeah we all meet at nicole's and then jacqueline might come over and now they both she just had the baby too i had a baby too so and i mean you know maybe we'll start including some more people too because it's just nice it's just fun and i would love to have that that's fun yeah it is and it's fun to have a valentine's day party maybe one of us should try to have that (laughs) (laughs) oh thank you guys so much for joining us this week super bowl is the 13th wait oh really i think so it's like Super Bowl Sunday is, oh. yeah, is like, or is it the 11th? But it's really close to Valentine's Day. So if you, and you're probably going to have a Super Bowl party. So if you really want to tie Valentine's Day into it, you can. But let me look. February, yeah, February 13th is actually Super Bowl Sunday. So you can do some Valentine's Why? decorating for Super Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday is not like, mm, I, I like know. Super Bowl Sunday. You do? I, I, I love the squares. I well, love to I hated, have squares. I hated like growing up with the school the next day. I thought that was so stupid. <laughs> well, they could have Super Bowl Saturday. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week. We would love to hear what you would want to hear from us next week. So go ahead and go to our Coco Caliente podcast page on Instagram. DM us. We talk to you guys on there, but especially if my mom is super active on the Facebook page, you have to request to be a member. So it's Coco Caliente podcast. And you can like the page, but you to become a member, just request it. My mom will make sure that you're um, not like someone that's trying to hate on us. <laughs> Get in, in there, and then she'll approve you, and then you're welcome to join the chats that she has in there. And um, eventually, when I open up my boutique, I plan to do the first code, uh, like a discount code in there and stuff with special. I really do appreciate you guys who show up every single week and listen to us because it's definitely not something that you have to do. And we love to still be able to do this. So thank you guys so much. And we'll see you next week. And have a good weekend. If you want to be the most interesting person at the cocktail party, well, hop on over and listen to the Brain Candy Podcast. Our award-winning content will have you laughing while you're learning. We read all the best articles, books, and studies, and keep up with new TV shows, documentaries, and pop culture. And then we cram it all into two shows a week. Conspiracy theories, cannibal rabbits, unsolved mysteries, the history of the Walkman. There's something for everyone. The Brain Candy Podcast. Find our link in the show notes. Or simply search for the Brain Candy Podcast on on your podcast app.